0: You're listening to Policy Currents, a weekly podcast from the RAND Corporation. I'm Evan Banks.
1: And I'm Deanna Lee. Every Friday, we bring you new insights from RAND's latest research and commentary. It's February 18th.
0: The U.S. and its allies continue to pursue diplomatic solutions to end the Russia-Ukraine crisis. But many fear that Moscow might invade Ukraine any day now. Ukraine is a country of 44 million people, so one fallout from a Russian invasion could be a massive refugee or migration crisis, say RAND experts. This would have significant humanitarian, political, and economic implications for Ukrainian refugees, and for the European nations they flee to. Recent RAND research has shown that there are ways to mitigate the negative effects of large-scale migration. For example, when host countries allow refugees to work, it supports their self-sufficiency and dignity. And refugees can offer valuable skills and contributions to communities with labor market shortages, such as several Eastern European countries. Of course, avoiding a refugee crisis altogether is the ideal solution, especially because, as another recent RAND study found, the vast majority of refugees never return home. Our researchers say that a risk of millions of displaced people inside Europe, the likes of which hasn't been seen since World War II, presents yet one more reason to make sure that a Russian invasion of Ukraine does not happen.
1: The medical sciences have long overfunded the study of men's health issues and underfunded the study of women's health issues. Take cardiovascular disease, for example. It's the number one killer of women in the U.S., but only about one-third of participants in clinical trials for new treatments are female. According to Rand's Chloe Bird, this imbalance creates a problem not just for women, but for everyone. It misses a large and critical slice of the population. Women, after all, make up more than half the U.S. population and about half the workforce. It leaves an unknown amount of science explored. And underfunding the study of women's health issues also leaves a tremendous amount of money on the table. Bird was one of the authors of a recent RAND study that estimated the potential return on investment if the National Institutes of Health were to double the budget for studies specifically assessing the health of women in three key areas, Alzheimer's disease and related dementias, coronary artery disease, and rheumatoid arthritis. The results were staggering. Doubling the funding for studies focused on rheumatoid arthritis in women would add $10.5 billion to the U.S. economy over 30 years. These savings come from reduced health care costs, increased labor productivity, and other factors. In the cases of Alzheimer's disease and coronary artery disease, the savings were not as massive, but were still significant. 932 million and 1.9 billion, respectively. What's the lesson in all of this? Invest in women's health and be lavishly rewarded, Bird says. The upside is simply too great to continue ignoring.
0: Data suggests that pedestrian fatalities in the U.S. spiked in 2020, even though people were driving much less during the pandemic. Before COVID 19 hit, Rand researchers developed a plan for how to eliminate all deaths that occur on America's roads. Their findings show that, believe it or not, it's possible to reach zero roadway deaths by 2050. The ideas in the plan are, quote, ambitious, but not eye-rollingly so, according to Rand's Lisa Ekela, who led the effort. These are actions we could be taking now, she said. One of these actions is to design cars and roads for bad drivers rather than good drivers. For example, traffic circles could be placed where four-way stops might ordinarily be, which could help prevent T-bone crashes. More raised bumps could be added down the center lines of more country roads, so that drivers would be jolted awake the moment they drift into oncoming traffic. And if every traffic light gave pedestrians a few seconds head start, They'd be more visible by the time cars got the green light, and less likely to get hit. Innovations in vehicles will also help. Our study concluded that, by 2050, cars themselves might be so advanced that they prevent most crashes from ever happening. Some may well be fully autonomous, no drivers required. But there are other vehicle advancements, many of which are already in today's vehicles, that can also save lives. And finally, another element of reaching the zero road deaths milestone will be transforming the way society thinks about road safety. Lisa Ekola compares it to the cultural attitude shift about smoking. Imagine if dangerous and distracted driving became as socially unacceptable as smoking in public. As Ekela put it, we shouldn't accept deaths or serious injuries on the road, but we kind of do, because it happens all the time and you never hear about it. You can check out Echola's full plan called Road to Zero at rand.org.
1: What types of staffing shortages are America's schools facing this year? A RAND study conducted between October and December of 2021 provides some insights. To learn more about staffing challenges, we surveyed leaders in a wide variety of districts across the country, including traditional public school districts, charters, high-poverty districts, suburban districts, districts with a majority of white students, and those with a majority of students of color. At least 60% of leaders from each type of district we looked at said that the pandemic has caused a shortage of teachers, and nearly every district leader said the same about substitutes. In addition to significant shortages among substitute teachers, responses showed that staffing shortages were most acute for bus drivers, special education teachers, and paraprofessionals. And even though turnover among district superintendents was normal this year, half of the superintendents we surveyed said that they would either leave in the next few years or were unsure how long they would stay. To address these issues, RAND researchers say it's important to monitor how much staffing grows and student enrollments change. Policymakers should also consider what actions can be taken in the next year or two to prevent painful district budget and staff cuts when federal aid expires, especially in urban districts and districts serving mostly students of color. Policymakers should also monitor turnover among superintendents in the coming years, since it could affect districts' long-term plans.
0: Approximately 2.7 million children in the U.S. have at least one parent in prison, a challenge that disproportionately affects Black and Latinx families. Many prisons offer programs to help these families, but little is known about how these programs are implemented, how many incarcerated parents participate, or whether they are effective. A new RAND study aims to understand how facilities can best support and improve outcomes for Parents and Children Affected by Incarceration. Here are some of the things the authors discovered. Most facilities offer at least one program for incarcerated parents and their children. Most programs appear to use nationally known, and in some cases, research-based parenting interventions. For example, programs support positive family relationships through parenting education, reading, writing, and literacy, and visitation supports. Most programs have eligibility criteria to enroll parents, such as a child age requirement. Programs meet relatively frequently, and nearly half of the programs we looked at meet one or more times a week. The most commonly reported strength of the programs was the motivation of the participating parents. And notably, the most common challenge was the same, a lack of parent motivation. And finally, there was an overwhelmingly positive perception of these programs at the facilities where they're being implemented. This study is ongoing, so these takeaways are only preliminary. As the research continues, we'll bring you more findings.
1: RAND is a nonprofit institution that helps improve policy and decision making through research and analysis. For more on what we covered in this episode, Check the show notes at rand.org slash podcast.
0: We'll see you next week.